Hi, welcome to the Love and Serve podcast. I'm your host, Christy, and I am super excited to share with you. This podcast is all about loving where you've come from, loving where you are, and loving where you are going. I am honored to be on the journey of self-love with you together. Let's dive in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's been quite some time since we've gathered together, and here we are, the first of 2023, and uh, our sh- we're back. We're back. We're back with you. We're so excited to be here. So today's I have a special guest. Uh, you've heard from him before. He is uh, my partner. I wouldn't say my partner in crime. Let's just say my partner in doing good. Say I'm hi. your partner in all all oh. the things you do in life, baby. All good, bad. All good, bad. I don't really do bad. I just maybe, yeah, Yeah, whatever. He's looking at me. <laughs> hi, thanks for the welcome. Welcome, everybody, too. Oh, I'm well, so glad you're here. We are... Thanks. I don't even know what episode this is. It doesn't really even matter right now. 11, 11, 11. That, okay, we'll make it 11. <laughs> um, but uh, we, we were really excited to bring the show back. So many people were requesting it and saying that it did make an impact in their life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we don't even realize that, you know, our, our, our shows are making an impact. So I'm, I'm excited to be back here with you. So Gonz and I just came back from a spiritual retreat called Spiritually Hungry. In Cancun. Yep, and uh, we are just excited to share what we both learned from that retreat together, and why yes, we babe. did. Why, did why we do you do think it? is the what's the biggest takeaway from you have this retreat? Yeah, in Kapala. Well, um, I had a I had a couple. I'll share one, mm-hmm. and then you can share yours. I would love to. Okay. Um, so basically, we were doing this retreat because we we've always had the intention to grow mm-hmm. individually and as a couple. Yeah. Because the couple that grows together stays together. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we want to stay together. And so we found a retreat that really connected with us. And we felt like it was in alignment with our vision for ourselves and where we want to go. So we, w- we weren't really sure what it would be like when we got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the core takeaways for me was when Marcus, I think it was Marcus Weston. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Kabbalistic business mentor. <clears throat> and he was talking about this study that was done about people who had really succeeded in all aspects of life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the ones that had become the best at what they did, um, they had uncovered that they all embody three characteristics. Do you remember what those were? No, but you can remind me. Okay. So um, one, number one, was the God complex. Like mm-hmm. the people that became the very best at what they did. I remember now. The God gene. The God gene, yeah. Yes. The God gene. So they, they have this ability, to, they just have lots of confidence. To imitate at least one, um, one quality about God. Like compassion, love, in a higher level. What, what you can take from God, like a gene, from him, that has his qualities. He has multiple qualities, but one, for example, is unconditional love, mm-hmm. right? And uh, just, just like imitate that or mm. compassion or, you know, happiness or, yeah, all of them. So what I got from that, the God complex, mm. um, I guess I wouldn't even call it a theory. Maybe it's a theory. They did mm. prove it. Um, but they said that, you know, we, you have to embody a, a deep level of confidence in order to achieve something. And then the second thing. So what, I just interrupt you. I have a good gene, for example. What's that? I'm the best of all. You're the best of yes. all. He definitely the has the Earth. God complex. <laughs> 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 I 
the second one was toxic insecurity. Mm-hmm. And so I could definitely relate to that because when I made it to the top of my profession, I did have the God complex. I was super confident and I did have, um, I wouldn't have admitted it then, um, but I now I can see I had a, a level of toxic insecurity, which meant that I was always wanting to be the best. Mm-hmm. So I'd compare myself to other people and then, it, you know, I wasn't enough. I wasn't enough. I wasn't enough. Um, and then the third was uh, mind control. So the people that have made it to the top of their their careers or their dreams, they were illiter- they were really able to control their mind mm-hmm. um, and really mind their mind. And those are all three things that it took for me when I reflected on getting to where I wanted to go. And honestly, in this next you know this next next act of my life, it's been the thing that is also. I guess, hindered me from wanting to go again to the peak mm-hmm. because I didn't want to get there for those reasons mm-hmm. um, because I knew the reason I got there before was a lot of ego-driven. Mm. Um, and so that was a big profound um, moment for me to really recognize that I don't need to do it the way that I did it before and mm-hmm. do it at a level um, that's much different and much more beautiful. So what did you take away? Well, my biggest takeaway of all of the incredible and amazing tools that we learned those days. I have to say that, um, you know, when I got there, I was going there without an uh, expectation. And, uh, you know, when you go to a retreat, what you usually want to do is to, you know, bring something from that. You're going there to just to, you know, learn something new, to, you know, acquire a new knowledge that it will serve in your life. So <clears throat> recognizing that I went there with a baggage and I wanted to leave it there. So for me, it was a big time for transformation. And I make a clear intention for what are the things that I want to leave in that retreat that doesn't serve me in my life and the things that get me stuck, that stop me to be who I really want to be in life. For example, my distractions, my reactive behavior, uh, my unhappiness sometimes, my doubts, my fears, all of those things. And, um, you know, I was like uh, trying to, to understand better how I, can, how I can leave that baggage there. And then one of the things that they, they told me and they, I learned from them is like I had to be willing to challenge my ego, right? Because I know most of the times all of the things are supported by my ego. And, for example, let's talk about this, my reactive behavior. I've been having lately like a week, <laughs> and I think this is a test after uh, the retreat that I've been having uh, often. And it's like, I've been challenging, you know, by external like people outside of me um, in a kind of like in a- Aggressive. A, an aggressive way, aggressive. an aggressive way. And I've been challenged, you know, my old pattern of reactivity, um, reactive behavior wants to, wants to, wanted to come out and I have to, I have to recognize it, what I was before, and what I can do to stop being reactive. Because I think how the way we react, the way how we choose to, you know, um, to behave in front of different, you know, scenarios. Mm-hmm. And for me, this is a big challenge. It's been for me, um, you know, I, I've been dealing with my reactive behavior for a while, and then now I was able to recognize my old self and how they wanted to react, and I was seeing how that story it can end if I choose to react. 
but instead I choose not to and just be aware of my ego and just let it go and fight at that then anxiety and fear and all the, all the you know negative emotions that came up but at the end I was feeling much in peace with myself and in love and in balance and you know so I recognized that I was doing the same things with my partner in our relationship I was choosing many times to react when I find her reacting to me I really want to work on my ego work on my reactive behavior and for that is I'm willing I'm willing to challenge my ego and have better conversations with my soul uh, to be in alignment with where I want to go. That's really great, babe. And I, I mean, I think it's, I think it's really powerful just to, number one, that you're able to recognize that this, these patterns that you want to correct. I mean, that's what we're always doing for each other all the time. And I mean, just to, for the example, though, I will praise you for the, like the other night we did have a, a moment we we crawled in bed and he was trying to be just super connected and loving and I was um not feeling that space that was coming I had other intentions mm-hmm. I guess <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I just started like being you know definitely not in my gratitude state of connecting with mm-hmm. you and I, re- I was reactive. Mm-hmm. And then you got more reactive. And so we're both reactive. Mm-hmm. And it was in that moment that we had the opportunity mm-hmm. to come home. Yes. And, you know, you just needed your space. Yeah. I took, I let you have your space. And then you came, you actually, where before you would have just, went to sleep and you would have not, you would have dealt with it in the morning, Mm -hmm. but you actually came forth and you just were love. And and I was able to say, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And we both abolished our egos in that moment. And then, you know, the next morning is always like interesting because you don't know how it's going to be. And it was sweet. We had the most beautiful morning. We talked about it gently. We, and and, and sometimes it's just like giving space also, it creates, Mm -hmm. um, the time and space to reflect and you know settle down the ideas. It's like one of the most important tools that we've been learning with David mm-hmm. Gihan in Kabbalah. It's um, you know pause what a pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's that whenever we find uh, that we want to react to something, it's good to pause it. It says internally say what a pleasure to help us to at least dissociate that pain and that anxiety that it's making us feel that it's personal, that mm-hmm. we are creating that. And uh, that is good to say. It's easy to say, but it's difficult sometimes to implement because how you can control your reactive behavior, you know, how, what are the practices that you can do every day uh, to, to become less reactive and more proactive? We start our, our to-do list during the day with, you know, important tasks and stuff that we have to do and accomplish. And, you know, but what are the tasks that we are doing? Uh, what if we make this to-do list based on the actions that will make of me the person that I want to become? So what are the things that I can put in this to-do list that are so important that it will help me to overcome this pattern of reactive behavior and, uh, you know, make it as a priority every day? Like, for example, meditation, uh, studying Kabbalah, having the chance to understand my partner 
better and, and choose not to react when I, am, when I have the opportunity to it. I love that, babe. And can, mm. I want to go back just for a minute because I think that what I want to share will help a lot of our listeners. Because um, I think when, when I reflect on the moment that we had together, you know, every listener out there is thinking, how in the world could she have missed, you know, not really loved, you know, her partner connecting with her and saying, I'm grateful for you and all of this. And where was my head, right? So yeah. I thought I'd talk about where my head was. So one of the, the things that came up for me that was a, that, that I recognize as something I have to heal mm. is that I had been giving you some sexual signals, you know, few times during the day, which is a big thing for me because mm -hmm. over the last few years, I've really started to get more in touch mm -hmm. with like, you've brought that out in mm -hmm. me. You've taught me a lot of that because mm -hmm. I was so shy in like being more in my divine feminine and that sexual power. Mm -hmm. And so when ever since I was younger, cause I was a swimsuit model and I, every, I got attention all the time. I always had guys mm -hmm. making the first move. Yeah. So I never knew how. And so, you know, I was like planting these seeds, you know, a few different times. Mm -hmm. And so I, w I figured that you would pick up the hint, like mm -hmm. I wanted to be intimate with you. Yeah. And you were just like, I'm so grateful for you. I love you. And I'm like, but I want sex. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm feeling this. And, but I recognized that was my... Exactly. I don't, I, all I needed to do was do something. Exactly, because you're saying just right there. You're planting those seeds. Where are those seeds coming from? From lack, from insecurity of you, and you not to being seen. Yes. What is that seed going to grow? Security or insecurity? Yeah. It wasn't definitely so, not. It was. It was. I recognize it was a weed. Yeah. Because if I were in my true mm -hmm. sexual feminine power, yeah. I would have just taken, you know, exactly. I would have given you a ride that you've never experienced. Yeah, exactly. But it was like I Same. wasn't. I was like not. We never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> When we really truly connect, we don't we don't yeah. we don't expect for anything, it's and true. things happen magically. Isn't it crazy mm. though? That's always the lesson mm. too with with me. Like mm. you're always reminding me to be mm. in that flow, yeah. and to really. Um, I mean, you attract the partner that helps you to heal your shit, right? Mm -hmm. And so that was really where all. And also, we need sometimes the vacation of our sexual sexual life. So, so sometimes, we don't. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. You know, I mean, can I mean, you come believe on, every day, Kissy? <laughs> I'm making up for all those years I didn't. Yeah. Okay. That's but good. anyway, I thought that was important yeah. because, uh, you know, there's always a root. There's always a root and a reason. Hmm. So a lot of times, you know, when we're with our partners or, you know, we're, there's not effective communication or we really don't understand why they're reacting that way when hmm. we were just showing up in true love. It, it, I mean, you have to make sense that it has nothing to do with either there has to be something going on deeper for them and being able to pull them closer and say, mm -hmm. hey, baby, what's going on? Like, Tell me, what's going on with you? And that can change. Like, I have to do that for you more because yeah. I've taken it personal sometimes when you come home from work and you're just stressed. You've got a lot on your plate. You've got all these calls and mm -hmm. all these hundred to-do lists. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, trying to connect and you're just really stressed. And mm -hmm. instead of me taking that personally, you know, I need to stop and say, what can I do to help you? Like, mm -hmm. to see you when you're stressed. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think everything simplifies too. Start making it all about yourself and be less selfish and just look at your, around you, you know, the people that is around you that love you and is giving you everything and is sharing your life with you. And what are, how's that people, that's how's that person feeling? Mm -hmm. You know, what and what part of their life they are. You can have more understanding 
you know, why that person at that time is being irrational, you know, and just understand it and embrace it. And if you see a dog that was beaten all their life and, um, you know, you trying to make contact and when you see the dog, the dog see you coming and you raise their hand and the dog start getting attack mode, you have to realize that you need to connect in a different way. It's just to, to understand our partner better, not doing it so personal, not about ourselves. Just put the attention on the other and try to make it, you know, the best way you can. And it's a challenge. It's really a challenge. Well, I, we've talked about that before because, like, when we, the, 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 um, the last couple of years of, you know, actually we've been together for three years now, but mm-hmm. I had this inability a really challenging time trusting men or women. Mm -hmm. And we would talk about that. Like if you go to the pound and you get a dog and you try to try to love on that dog, the first time it has like, you know, it feels a little bit unsafe. It's Mm -hmm. going to, it's going to bite you. Mm -hmm. And, but that doesn't mean that that dog can't come around. Mm -hmm. You just have to keep showing up and showing it love and showing Mm -hmm. that it's, it's safe and being that person Mm -hmm. that creates that safety and security for it. And that's, you know, where I was when we met, Mm -hmm. like we would have these deep, passionate, amazing, connected moments. And then the next moment I'm scared as Mm -hmm. F. And it was hard for you to understand that Mm -hmm. at times, like, where is this coming from? Like, I haven't done anything. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's also the the other side, you know, you ask yourself, oh, when this is going to be healed, when this is going to be trusted, Mm -hmm. when is this going to happen? Well, the question, the answer for that is simple right um if you have a dog let's say right and you wanna you wanna heal him and how long it will be enough how much of your patient are you willing to give to that you know being uh in order to to be healed and the the answer is simple for me it's like if you really love you know that animal that person that human being uh you will do it until <laughs> he'll is transformed that human being, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna make me cry. <laughs> until that's beautiful. Until. until until, and it reminds me of my friend Leslie. Um, she was sharing with me that her and her husband, you know, that they've been together forever as well, and she had shared that like that she would do whatever it took until. Mm-hmm. And it was such a profound message that I heard from her um, that I realized that how many untils do I have in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And those are sacred. Those are, you know, whether it's with your partner or your children or your dream, mm-hmm. you do it until, mm-hmm. you know, because I think we've so gotten caught up in wanting it yesterday and we yeah. give up on ourselves and we switch and we do something else or we find somebody else and... Of course, there's times when we, mm. we know that yeah. this, this place isn't where I'm supposed to be. Like I have yeah. another friend who's like, yeah. she's, she, she's done in her, you know, yeah. you can tell it's just, it's done. And it has to be both parties working yeah. until, until, until whenever that is. Yeah. It's, it's, <clears throat> you know, that formula, the until formula, I think applies to everything, not just relationships, your, you know, your career, your business, you know. Uh, everything that you want to sell in your life, you have to keep doing it until you succeed, until you fulfill that, you know, 
all the practices that you need to go through. Freaking love that, babe. Yeah. I think you just came up with the cool thing, the until formula. It's the until, yeah. That's yours. We're going to trademark that. <laughs> That's Gonzalo Diaz. I guess. Um, okay, so we only have a few more minutes left here, but I wanted okay. to share the other thing that I got from the retreat. Yes. So David Guillem, who is Elishiva Balas and mm. David Guillem and Michael and Monica Berg, they mm. just have really, really inspired us in so many levels. Listen, we love so many mentors and speakers in yeah. all different walks of life, but they've really helped us spiritually. Yeah. Um, and they have the clarity and... They're just great humans. Yeah. They just, the clarity their souls and the, are the, the, the right you know, skills for communications to really express what, you know. And they have the right ability to listen to people. That's the magical yeah, thing. You know, the way they listen, the way they can understand other humans and to get a solution to their life. It's it's unbelievable. It's pretty profound. Yeah, and we connect level. that it's connect we know, it is next level. Yeah. And so it really inspired me to to pay more attention when I'm having a conversation. You're a way better listener now yeah. than when we first met. Absolutely. It's incredible. Sometimes I sometimes I, I think I was, but I think now seeing him I know it's yeah, another, really as a next level. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that so cool? Yeah. Um so we asked David if we could take some time. He actually invited us to sit with him at lunch. And mm -hmm. uh, he and his wife own the company Ruth Organics, which is a really famous, amazing, yeah. amazing pure clean brand. Organic. Yeah. yeah, it's all organic. It's amazing. And, um, and so as a businessman and a spiritual man, he's mm -hmm. got his, his stuff together. And so um, I had expressed with him some of my stresses and concerns in regards to just feeling like I'm all over the place. I have you know, four books I've written, I've produced a film, I'm, you know, I've got a, you know, a top-selling um, international network marketing business, um, I've got the podcast, I've got an oil, I've got panties, I've got all this stuff, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and coaching, um, and master classes, and so I'm like, I just need some, he's like, Chrissy, it sounds like you're just out of focus. You just, you've got too much on your plate. And he's like, I just want to tell you, there's four things that I focus on every mm -hmm. single day. The 90-10 rule. And he said, number one, my relationship with my partner. I focus on just connecting with her and being connected every day. Number two, the relationship with my kids. Yeah. Number three, my career. None of this is in order, mm -hmm. by the way. Number three, my career. And number four, um, my Kabbalistic studies. Mm -hmm. He said, I turn down 90% of everything else that comes mm -hmm. to me, including friendships. Your friends, yeah. And I just, I have to stay focused on the areas that are most important to me for growth. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty profound for me because I think I've tried to dilute mm -hmm. energy and get a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit there with when I'm not doing anything super yeah. great. I guess he mentioned something in the retreat, like uh, every thoughts we have is a, is a decision and really affects our life. So the more you diverse your attention, you lose your focus and your energy goes everywhere. Mm -hmm. So if you want to really accomplish something, you know, to the end and just, you know, have it done, it's so important to have that 90-10 rule of, you know, blocking 90% of the things and just focus on the things that you already have on plate and just go through the things. And uh, actually, this is a manifesting principle, right? What do you think... It's easy, it's actually setting your capacity. And um, we need to think about that, you know, we need to think about that. We need to think about doing, you know, the the, the hard things like, you know, for example, uh, I need my business, I need to, I'm a prospect. Okay, so I need to prospect. Sometimes picking up the phone and making some calls and, you know, getting <coughs> it is the difficult task. 
And sometimes my thoughts go, oh, but I can be doing this in a different way or this. And so it starts sabotaging me mm-hmm. from the hard things to do mm-hmm. and make me distract for the, the money producing activities or the things that are really important that will escalate my business. So the thoughts that we have every day affects our decisions and and then you beat yourself up because yeah. you didn't get done what you really wanted to get done well monica says something uh, really good share a phrase by Lao Tzu, and says watch uh your thoughts because they become your words watch your words because they become your actions watch your actions because they become your habits watch your habits because they become your character and watch your character because they become your destiny incredible powerful so powerful and that's a great way to end the show that's great yeah what you will think about sharing three tools that we do every day to become better human beings less reactive and more proactive so people can start taking action well i'll share my three and you can share your three is that cool let's share one on one no but i have three okay so um i would say number one is meditation for me I, I definitely need to meditate every day. It's a part of my connection with the, the creator. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, my personal growth, um, reading, uh, listening to my podcast while I'm walking to the beach and doing my workouts. Mm-hmm. And number three, connecting with you mm-hmm. really sets the day well for me. Just showing love, expressing mm-hmm. gratitude and love puts me in a love state and makes me want to, you know, Get mm-hmm. more, give more to the world. So those are my three. That's good. Well, I can show my three. First of all, the first one, it's, we have the same one, meditation. Uh, seeing improvement in our day when we meditate. When we start our day with meditation, mm-hmm. we become less reactive, more loving persons, more understanding. Um, the second one, uh, for me, is very important, is to maintain, maintain my um, physical health. So workouts for me, it really helps to maintain my mind also clear and uh, more balanced and, you know, the nutrition part to it. And the third one is my growth. That usually is super connected with you because we love to grow together. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, uh, this was really fun. It is, will but... You, we got to go. We got to go. So will you come back some other time? I would love if you invite me. Yeah, well, if you're a good boy. <laughs> Let's see how many views this episode has. Yeah. We can talk we about. have not, no listeners. <laughs> so, guys, if you love this show, let us know you loved it, and yeah. uh, we'll plan more together. Yeah, we would love to provide you with more tools and more stuff and share with our heart what we are been learning and what uh, the things that have been um, serving us in our life that like big improvements. Yeah, because we're on this path just, you know, with all of you. We don't have it all figured out. Every day we're showing up, working as hard as we can to evolve into the best humans we can be so that we can be more of that in the world. And I know that's where you all are too. So we're really grateful for you that you showed up today. You showed up for yourself. Congratulations. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. See you in the next one. Thanks, babe. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Love and Serve podcast. It is my sincere hope that the rest of your day is filled with abundance, love, and light. Know that I believe in you, and when you shine your light, you unconsciously give other people permission to do the same, as stated by Marianne Williamson. You are making an impact. I can't wait to see you on the next episode of Love and Serve. For more information, you can visit us at christydryling.com and follow us at Christy Dryling Beauty.